Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, I win. Google me. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football! Yesterday, we're talking about the 12-team playoff. Then I go to ESPN.com and see Pete Thamel, Heather Dinich say, the idea of a 14-team playoff starting in the 2026 season was discussed at the CFP meetings in Dallas Yesterday, just months before the start of the first season, where the 12th team is set right. to begin. Holy crap. So they just ratified the 12th team playoff like three days ago. And now they're already discussing an expansion of four. This is going to 16, where you're going to have, and this is going to. I'm starting not to like this. <laughs> 12 hours later, 24 hours later. Like, I'm fine with the 12. It's. It, I think it's a little bit too much, but I'm fine with it. Well, you would have it at eight? Yeah, probably. Like, here's the problem, okay? Like, this year we had um, we had the Ohio State-Michigan game, right? They were both undefeated going into the game. You know, how long before when this is a 16-team playoff do we have that Ohio State-Michigan game in the middle of November and the Ohio State quarterback's like, we're in the final, we're in the Sweet 16 already. It's all going to be at a neutral site. Why am I playing this game? Let me stay healthy. And let me skip the game. Uh, it's going to happen. It, it, so. It's absolutely going to happen. Because the game won't matter. The game, the whole thing, the, the entire the entire draw and allure of college football is the fact that every game matters. That, that's the only sport where literally every game matters. You know, you could. Here's, you, the pro- here's the problem. Are you saying in that scenario that they're playing a playoff game and the, and the quarterback sits out? No, 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 no. 
I'm saying it's a regular season Ohio State Michigan game. Right. They're both just like this year. Yeah. They were both undefeated. They were yeah. right. What were they right, Bobby? Like two and three at the time. Mm-hmm. They're right two and three at the time. Yeah. The loser knew they were not going to drop below like five. In a 16-team playoff, they're not dropping out of the 16. Right. But so seeding, seeding, home field. But there's but in a 16-team playoff, the likelihood is that they're, what they're going to is eventually neutral sites. All right. And if it's a neutral site game, there's no home field. Then seeding doesn't matter. Here's a huge problem I have with college football. At least half the games don't matter. Uh, I turn on Saturdays at 11 o'clock, and I'm looking for two games for the whole day that are big-time matchups. And way more often than not, it does not happen. It is a dud of a college football schedule. And uh, There are far more games that matter in a college football season than an NFL season. No. Well, technically from a loss standpoint, but I'm talking about... I'm yeah, watching Marquee. every Cowboy game and going to be interested and going to probably be disappointed in, you know, six six of them, five of them. But when you play your duds and your scrubs, I don't care to watch your game. I don't. I'm I'm not a diehard of your school. So give me more games during the course of your year that are an interesting matchup, not your Matt Rule schedule and you're a thirty point yeah. favorite. Now, I, the, it, the thing is, I don't think it's going to change that. Like, what this is going to do is you're going to bring more teams that can make the postseason. So, like, you know, you would be interested. You would be more interested in a random uh, LSU game against, uh, you know. Yeah, but I'll eventually. Ole Miss. I'll, yes. Because, like, both it's would be It's going to be an 16. 11th seed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to have more interesting games because the playoff is going to be longer with more teams. Yeah, so you'd have it, like, you'd have, like, uh, three more weeks at the end of the season, yes. like in like December, around Christmas time, where you'll have playoff games, but that doesn't change September through November, where you're still going to get Vanderbilt playing Alabama. You know, you can't do anything about that. Northwestern playing Ohio State. Yeah, but a 16, 18, 2023 matchup, I'm more interested in because 16, those are possible playoff teams. Yeah, okay, for sure. Where, whereas before, I don't care because you're not you're not going to be top five. The, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 I get that. The only thing is. You expanded out to 14 and you keep expanding like this. Now you're setting up for just these playoff games become beatdowns in some yes. instances. Like you're setting up Georgia. You're, 16. you're setting up Georgia to play, you know, Arizona this past year. And Georgia's going to throttle them. And so that's the thing is that it's, it's you're starting to take the juice out of it. I thought 12 was pushing it, to be honest. Like I thought 12 was a little much, but I was like, all right, fine. You get the buys. You get an extra game in there. Fine. Whatever. Cool. This would be... This would be pushing. I liked what Kevin Clark from uh, Omaha Productions had to say. He said uh, they're going to ruin the sport, and once they have, they're going to tell everybody it was the portal and NIL. Yeah, I mean, look, th- this is th- there. This is going the way. So how, how often do we? How much college basketball do we talk? None. Like none. Why? Because the games don't matter, right? Because all that matters is the tournament. And that's what's going to happen here. Is that you know we're going to have so many teams in it. It doesn't matter if Ohio State loses a game or two. So this year would have been 16 Notre Dame versus number one Michigan in the first round. Now it's got a sexy name matchup. And then 15 Louisville versus two Washington. And then Arizona, Texas. Then LSU, Bama. Okay, it's a sexy name matchup. Uh, OU, Florida State. Ole Miss, George. Like, that's not like, okay, I could, I could see worse years where there's worse matchups because you're going to have uh, a Liberty would have been in there. Liberty would have been one of the teams. 
I mean, they, they've already established losses don't matter anyway because they put Bama in the playoff even though they lost to Texas, and that was supposed to matter, and it didn't. But my argument back to that, let's take the Longhorn schedule, all right, in, in what we would have talked about here on the show after their past year in which they had an amazing season. We're basically talking four games of their entire schedule. We're talking about them versus Bama. Uh, we're talking about them against Oklahoma. We are probably going to talk about them against TCU a little bit. Uh, we might talk like Oak State or Texas Tech. So, out of all their games, we're talking we're talking about four of them in the regular season until we get to the playoffs. That's how it is, basically for every team. It is now. I don't know how that how does that change now until they get to the playoffs. Like it really. Like we, again, we might talk more. Uh, let's see here. What I'm just trying to say, say, Arizona. What I'm trying to say is, I'm happy that you know more meaningful games will happen for a longer time period at the end of the college football season. Yes, yeah. it's not going to change a ton during the regular season, unless You'll you're interested. Unless you're interested in Kansas State against Kansas, 23 versus 24, or a 15 versus 14 matchup. Or a 16 mm-hmm. versus 18 matchup. You would be more interested. I'm going to be more interested in the second half of the season. Not even wait till the playoff, right? Yeah. When they start releasing these rankings, all of a sudden on a Thursday night when it's 18 versus 21, I'm going to be more interested in watching because that means someone gets into the seating. But isn't there greater drama when a bubble team is a great team? Like when a bubble team is Georgia or Alabama, yes. isn't that better than when the bubble team is Kansas? Like, like, that kind of goes like, oh, okay, you're a bubble team. Congra- no doubt. Like, we get Cinderella stories where it's like, yeah, but you're not going to win the title. Congratulations, you made the playoff. But right. but cares? then you get the trade-off of, all right, now we're going to get it decided. We don't have to have the Florida State fight. We don't have to have a yeah. Georgia argument. We don't have to have all those things. Yes, yeah, you don't. And we like more playoffs in general. Because it doesn't matter if Iowa didn't get in and Notre Dame did because neither team was going to win. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NIL, Kenny Dillingham, yeah. the Arizona State head coach, tells coaches who are whining about the NIL to stop. But you know how many people want my job? <laughs> like, you know how many people want my assistant coach's jobs uh-huh. and my analyst jobs and the, and the QB and the GA's jobs? So don't complain about what we do. You're blessed. There's a lot of negative of it, Yes. But do you know how many people want to be a college football coach? I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything to become a coffee boy. So don't give me don't give me the oh it's hard to be a college coach right now. Yeah, it's hard. Then quit. Mm. Ooh. He's uh he's this is one of the young fiery head coaches in college football. This guy was born in nineteen ninety. Gentleman, thirty three years old, coaching Arizona State football. Wow. And he's He's cutting at the approach, uh, like, like everybody's taking these different approaches. There's the whine about the NIL or talk about this needs to change, this needs to happen. And then you've got guys like this that are saying, here's my opening. If I say, hey, come on, you you boomers, uh, knock it off. Quit your whining. Like maybe we look more attractive to some of these younger players. We, we, we look like the vision that they want. We're not complaining about it. We want you to get yours. We want you to to come here and, and succeed and have everything. And so this is the uh, the the... the interpersonal wars now at the college football level. That was from Arizona Radio. How about Johnny Manziel going to the hottest sports podcast, the hottest podcast you could argue yeah. around. Love of the star. Uh, <laughs> good one. Uh, Shannon Sharp with Club Shay Shay. How about Johnny Manziel? What should we start with here? 
Just st- starting with Sumlin, or if he's surprised that Sumlin is no longer coaching? Should we go in order there? Yeah, let's go in order. All right, Johnny Manziel talking about his former head coach at College Station. What was your relationship like with Kevin Sumlin? My relationship with Kevin Sumlin was great. You know, um, he was my dog. You know, he rode for me hard. He went to bat for me. He went to war for me in a multitude of different scenarios. You know, I think where our relationship fell out a little bit is, you know, how do you have a guy who's a grown man who, I look back on this now, reflective in this. You know, how do you have a guy who's a grown man, you know, telling me what I should do? Obviously, my coach, my guy I'm looking up to, my head football coach, is telling me to live a certain way and put all this party and this behind you. But if you know anything about Kevin Summons, what he's doing behind the scenes. Oh, he's partying too? So from behind, from my eyes, so you say, it's hypocritical. Doing, we partied together. Just, well, we're a 40-40 club in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We in the back room playing pool with Ace of Spades. We're chilling. Right. Coach is there. This is what he does. So now looking back at it, it's hypocritical to me. And our relationship is great and will forever be great. And I do not sit here today as a judge of a man, a judge of a person who helped get me to the point of where I wanted to be in life. By no means whatsoever. I'm calling a spade a spade. Right. And I'm just going to be and give the God's honest truth as what I know it to be. Right. That ruffles some feathers, so be it. Right. It's the way the world goes. Whoa, I mm. never heard that. That I Kevin Sullivan was a partier. Man, this, this I mean, had a, the guy invented the swag copter. So I guess I could see it. That's right. A uh, lot of things out of this. He talks about Kyler, talks about Sumlin. He talks about uh, how LeBron and his people still hate him to this day because they bet on him and they only pick winners. And oh. Johnny was obviously a humongous failure in Cleveland, letting down Joe Thomas. As well, how Johnny's dad went to Sumlin and said, you want me to stay here versus go to the draft? Three mil. Three mil. And Sumlin just chuckled and laughed that that was not happening. And then, of course, think of the NIL money that oh, Johnny today. Manziel would make today. Yeah, I mean, you have you have people out there like, who's, who's the number one? Like, Arch is still up there. Uh, Caitlin Clark now. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin uh, Clark moves uh, merch, man. That was her after her record-breaking performance. They they said that when she her T-shirts and everything that they sold her autograph cards, they said that she's officially the highest-selling NIL athlete. She passed Shador Sanders. Wow. Wow. So there's Johnny. Um, he does a nice job when I listen to him now, taking accountability and admitting a lot of stuff. Uh, the Netflix documentary was incredible. That was fantastic. Still doesn't look like he's totally out of the weeds yet. No, not really. <laughs> there still seems to be, you know, probably probably one of those things like they talk about, probably just a constant battle, constant struggle, something you're always fighting against. All right, we have a Dirks Bentley ticket giveaway during the Expressway. And, I mean, he could be our favorite baseball guest, arguably. MLB Network Bassick talked about him yesterday in Cross. The great Kevin Millar. On the home of the World Series champs, the Expressway commercial free starts with Kevin Millar next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning, Metroplex. This is the Expressway. We are commercial-free for the next 35 minutes here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. This is your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. And we have the big-time event coming up. It's the Invited Celebrity Classic presented by Choctaw Casinos and Resort. The great Tony Fay PR agency helps gets us all of the guests. And this may be the best baseball one to have, especially with spring training, and we're getting ready to try to defend the World Series title. The great Kevin Millar on the DNM leasing hotline back with us on 105.3 The Fan. And what was your Kevin Millar Bassett connection? So we were we mentioned we were going to have Kevin Millar on, and and Bassett told us he's like he got me. And we're like, oh, he, he hit a home run off. He's like, yeah, he hit a home run off of me. What he failed to mention was Kevin Millar actually hit two home runs off of Mike mm. in the same game. Mm. July 15th, 2002, Kevin Millar takes him deep twice. Also, given uh, how big Bassick's ego is, I'm surprised he didn't mention that even though he gave up those two home runs, it was a complete game victory, 8-3 to three for the Mets over the Marlins. Kevin, do you remember that? No, I don't remember that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually a six three or five three or maybe a fly out the left with no power to right. That was uh that was surprising. Here, here here's what I think about when it comes to you and watching you on TV, MLB Network, Choppy. You 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 might be able to help me uh, convey this. He, he just looks like he's got life figured out. He's wearing the yeah. Lou Pinella shirts. He looks like it's just a cool breeze going through his hair. He's always driving to a golf course. He looks like he smells baseball good. Baseball versions of Jimmy Buffett. Is that fair, Kevin? <laughs> Is that your lifestyle? Hey, it's a fair assessment. Now, raising four kids, that might be a facade. Because, oh, yeah. You know, you got you got seventh grade. We have a junior uh, in high school, and then we got two seniors, boy-girl twins. And let me tell you, it, it, it sometimes turns into a racket, but the <laughs> golf course is my piece. Yeah. And I always joke around, like, parenting's overrated sometimes. You just need mom and dad need a break. Yeah. But. Life's fun. Life's good. You know what? You live every day. You got to get, especially when you get 52 and you're on the side of the the, the stage. It's it just, uh, you got to have fun at some point. Now that they're older, do you miss 
the youth sports 8 a.m. games and all that stuff? Nope. <laughs> nope. But one thing I love now, which is kind of cool, and today actually we start, you know, we got a tournament. It's, uh, you know, two games a day, two games tomorrow, and Saturday we got one. But high school baseball is a lot of fun because now we fed the team last night. You had the whole high school team over last night. You know, they come over once a week to every, you know, parent's house. But sitting there with the boys and, and, and them being able to absorb some of the stuff. And the only thing that I kind of stress these kids, Mike, is have fun. This is the greatest days of your life. You haven't paid property taxes. You're not worrying about phone bills. Have fun. Be a good teammate. Play the game hard. Respect 90 feet. And swing hard and hitters counts. Because we tra- we chase results at this age, right? It's all about getting hit, or then we pout. Or strike out, we pout. And I'm like, boys, if I can just tell you I'm giving you a cheat sheet just like all you guys cheat on tests, <laughs> have fun enjoy every moment because you look up like you said select ball or youth sports i mean it goes so fast and now they're like man they got hair on their arms looking at you with some eye contact and uh <laughs> and some of them are most of them are bigger than you now so you gotta act tough because dad's strength but really <laughs> these kids now they're strong <laughs> hey are you still in austin yeah we're about 30 miles north of the city but yeah austin texas weather's nice this week it's been cold here and there but we got 80s it's crazy yeah. So I think yesterday we were talking about possible. Was it expansion for Austin as one of the possibilities? Austin, yeah, one of the cities, yeah. Austin, San Antonio ish, yeah, but Austin more. How, how do you think that would fit there, Kevin? Like Austin is a possible Major League Baseball city down the road. Could it handle it? Would it work? Yeah, I, I believe there's no doubt it worked. The problem is, you know, you still got to figure out cable wise, television wise, because you got two hours up the road to Houston, you got two and a half hours up the road to Dallas, you know. Where do you go that way? And so I think the city's growing. Obviously, Elon Musk comes over here with Tesla, and you got Samsung. So the growth has been unbelievable. Now, can the infrastructure, you know, catch up with it? It's kind of like Nashville, same type situation. But uh, super awesome city, super awesome, you know, place to be. And uh, yeah, definitely Major League Baseball. What a cool thing to talk about. What's the one seat of barbecue in Austin? I'm going to be honest with you, dude. Like. Barbecue is awesome to me. Rudy's is a gas station type barbecue. Yeah, I'm more simple. Remember, I'm like the hair, the the wind blowing. But oh my god, there's salt lick. There's all kinds of stuff. But I'm telling you, a nice Rudy's barbecue is 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 my favorite. That's kind of because it's close here to to the home. So being a guy from Beaumont and now living around Austin, how often do you get from the locals? Though, do they catch you with a cowboy up still? You know, well, they, I think they know, like, I'm the fake cowboy because at the <laughs> end of the day, I'm learning all this as you get 50. I grew up in Los Angeles for 20 years, right? Went to school at Lamar in Beaumont. So I've been in Texas 32. So I always joke around, I'm a fake cowboy. I didn't grow up the fishing and the hunting, but I did that starting in college. So now I'm trying to teach my kids that stuff. We have a little ranch, you know, 150 acres, but we go up there just to cut wood, feed the feeders, and it, 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 it's it's the it's the where you get peace, you know, these days. Because as you know, the world gets so crazy. I'm like, shut the phones down. I'm a phone Nazi with the kids. I want you to enjoy life. Put the phones up. Get off Snapchat and Cat Cat and, you know, TikTok, all the stuff that everybody watches. I'm like, make your own memories. Quit watching everybody else's memories. Kevin Millar, join us here on 105 Through the Fan. All right, wanted to ask you uh, about the Rangers a little bit. You had a very unique situation. You, you with with the Red Sox in 04, breaking the curse. 
How different was the next year chasing a ring versus like now defending the ring? Like how different is that season for the players? Yeah, it's pretty amazing because there's no expectations, right? The year that you win it, you're trying to win it. You know, you're just one of the teams out there. So if you can't look and you know, look around and, Hey, let's put this together. You need a couple big years from certain guys and your superstars needs, you know, to, to step up. But, when you're trying to repeat, first of all, winning a championship is hard. You know, what the Chiefs did is hard. What the Giants did back in 2000, you know, 2012 and 14, it's hard. And then to come back and try to go back to back, you have to have everything work out and be perfect. So I think it's tough. I think everybody knows the Rangers are good the, going into last year. I think everybody was hoping the Rangers were good, you know, if you're a Rangers fan. Not really sure what was going to happen, but I'll tell you right now, tip your hat to that team. Tip your hat to the Arizona Diamondbacks, two teams probably nobody had on that stage. But you looked around. I'm going to tell you one thing. They were ball players, And what I mean by that, not a whole lot of antics. Their young kids were playing baseball, Corbin Carroll, Evan Carter. You look around their veterans, they're real. And I appreciate that because this day and age, it seems like all the shirts are all the way unbuttoned down to their belly buttons, and we got so many antics. The game gets lost, but I really appreciated watching Tori Lovello and Bochy's teams play this game the right way. Kevin, are the Rangers contenders to start off this new season or too many injury and age questions? Yeah, I, I would tell you they're contenders, but, yeah, you, you nailed it. There are injury and age questions. You have the Los Angeles Dodgers that just went out and spent over a billion dollars. You have the Atlanta Braves, who I think are going to be awesome for a while they've done such a great job over there you know with Alex Anthopoulos and that general manager put together a lot of great players for long term so there's going to be a lot of competition out there but I'll tell you right now never count boats and these boys out as you saw Kevin Millar joining us on the DNM leasing hotline right here on 105.3 the fan and of course he's going to be part again of the invited celebrity classic uh, that's taking place brought to you by Choctaw yeah, Kevin, when you talk about when we talk about those challenges of, you know, injuries and some of the other things, age, those questions that exist, how much of when you see a team like Texas, we were debating this ourselves at the end of last year, guys playing above their heads versus guys coming into their own. So when you enter this season, how much do you feel like you can comfortably rely on guys like Josh Young to repeat their success, Evan Carter to build on his success? Well, there's always, they always talk about the sophomore slump, right? You always talk about, hey, this game's about adjustments. So when you're a young, you know, young guy, they'll challenge you. They're going after you, whatever it is. But right now, I think everybody has books on everybody. We have so much information. Sometimes it's overwhelming. I, 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 it, it's the way you look at the player. And when Bruce Bochy put Carter in the middle of the lineup, and as a 21-year-old kid, everybody's like, oh, my God. No, that's what I love about Boach. There's no book in all of this. You can look in a guy's in a young man's eyes and go, yeah, he's ready. And he could be 28 or he can be 19. I mean, Bryce Harper is the biggest at 18 years old. I mean, it felt like he's mature. He's ready. I look at this Evan Carr kid, the presence that he brings, he was almost like a COVID kid where no one really knew about him. Hmm. And then you look up at and you're like, wow, is he a good player? And I think that's what's great about big stages. It's where Derek Jeter made a name for many years. Like, he was tremendous after you kept watching him and watching him and watching him. I have a Carter, man. This kid's got a great presence. There's a humbleness about him. I think you gravitate to that these days because of the arrogance everywhere else. Everybody's trying to make a brand. 
this is a, a, a player. So I, I think these kind of guys, you know, young in Texas Tech, he's been hitting home runs for a while. These kind of guys that they have as far as their young guys, I think they're studs. What is your take on – I know you're as a former player, you probably look at this a little bit differently than we might. We're, we're kind of annoyed by how slow the process is for free agency with so many guys still unsigned. Do you see this as a problem for the sport, or, or are we making too much of this that these guys are in shape all year round? They don't need to be in camp today. This is my point, in my opinion. The agent works for the player. Let's not forget that. The agent works for the player. The player doesn't work for the agent. And if you say that out loud, like sometimes you sit back and, oh, my God, you know, Boris is trying to control this. Hey, hey. But at some point, if I'm whoever, I'm picking the phone up and I want to play baseball, I'm going to play baseball. I make the decisions. And I think that's where we sometimes get bad information from whoever around us. Not saying any of these guys are. I'm just telling you, let's not forget the player works for the agent. I mean, the agent works for the player. And so – at some point, you want to play baseball. I, I mean, I, I know I would have played the game. Didn't matter where, when, and what, when you a ball game. But that's the money and the fame come with the game. But let's, the game of baseball is awesome. So the business of the game sometimes gets in the way, and we sit back, and we're going to think that an agent's going to control the market or whatever we do because we have all the great players. You tell me. How, is, does everybody feel good right now? Does Cody Bellinger feel good? He's in no uniform or Blake Snell. Like, at some point, money, 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 or the game of baseball. So, I don't know, man. It goes by quick. They'll be old like uh, like me at some point. You're going to look back. But I just think that I would love to see everybody in camp at the right time and, and the business side of it gets in the way. And I know that's part of this game and the world we lived in. But, boy, is it fun spring training and and, and – when you get out there and see that morning dew on the on the outfield grass and your teammates, man, there's there's a lot more things that are more important than worrying about fighting over a few million dollars here and there. How, how much time does a hitter need, like you know, or a pitch versus a pitcher, you know, to be ready by opening day? Yeah, great great question. I would I was always saying like 35 at bats, and you're pretty much ready. You know, I think a lot of us at spring training were looking back the last couple of weeks, going. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's start this let's start this season. And so I would assume it's about 30 to 35, 40 at bats if you're a position player. And that's usually, you know, timing-wise, every spring training, I'm not joking, every spring turn I got to, I felt that I was never going to be able to hit again. Pitchers have such the advantage. The ball's flying by you, and you're like, oh, my God, this is a year I can't hit. And, and so you feel that way, but usually a couple weeks in, you're like, Okay, a few six threes, maybe you get a two oh count and you homer and you feel good, you're back. Kevin Millar here on the fan. And we're talking about these free agents. We're obviously focused a little bit more on Jordan Montgomery, uh, given how clutch he was for us uh, in bringing over the, the, the championship. Who is like that heavyweight signing or X factor at the top of your list? Like you already mentioned Snell, but who is that guy where you're like, okay, if this club decides to go ahead and spend a little bit or if this guy ends up here, it could be a problem for everyone else. I mean, the, the, the free agent that I think makes all of our heads scratch because you quite don't know is Cody Bellinger, right? The yeah. athleticism, he's probably the best defensive player in any position you put him out. He played center, left, right, first base. Really intriguing. Wiry, athletic. The flip side is that, you know, 
the dis, not discount Cody, but like you've had 160s and 180s, and you've had MVPs. I think this kid's a great player. I think he helps the ball club. I think the left-handed bat plays. I think the, the, you know, who the Cubs saw is more of who he is, right? We all Injuries in this game stink. The left shoulder stunk for him. But this kid is a good player, man. And so any team he goes to, he helps that club. Now, which team is that, you know, going to be? I'm not sure. Do the Cubs sit back and wait? I mean, do the, who knows? But I think anywhere you put him because of the position plays uh, and just the versatility of the athleticism is is pretty special that he brings. You know, Kevin, you mentioned uh, just a little bit ago about how impressed you were with what Bruce Bochy did and Tori Lovello during those World Series runs. And we have this discussion here on the show sometimes about, like, how much impact does a baseball manager make? How much can they truly impact the game? What kind of an impact do you think – Bochi has on the Rangers is it in culture or is it in-game stuff how, how does he impact the team the, the thing about veteran managers or, or like you say winning managers or players managers however they want to say it but it's the humbleness to being able to look at a player when he's two for 20 and not front run you in this game that is hard the game of baseball is hard hitting a baseball is hard just the the longevity of it the grind the mental toughness. So I think Bochy brings such a calmness. And when you have the Dusty Bakers and the Bruce Bochies, there's no secret why they're great, but like they're normal. You know, there's no stress. They're not fighting to get to the next contract. They're not fighting to worry about, you know, I always go by saying to dares to do and to fears to fail. They're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to put a Carter in the three hole. You know, they don't have to answer to every single analytic situation in the world. It's, it's crazy sometimes because it's like this game's managed by gut. It doesn't have to be lefty, right, right, lefty, lefty, right, right, lefty, lefty, right, right, out. It's just that. Can't face the same line three times around. Can't do this. Why? Why can't we? When did this start? What's a 100 pitch count? Does that mean if you throw 101, your arm's going to fall off? Mm. Some nights you throw 120, you feel great. Some days you throw 58. So I think Boach brings that calmness and that presence to where, like, I think players know that it's not controlled by upstairs. You hear that a lot. Oh, yeah, they're handing the lineup to the guys. What? What does that mean? <laughs> Who's handing what lineup? If I'm the field manager, brother, I'm making decisions. If you don't want me, then that's fine. But this game's managed by gut. Sometimes I look down that road, and I know this kid's lined out eight times, righty on righty. Go give me a tough at bat, brother. I think that's what he brings, that, that calmness, <laughs> that – you know, I've been there, done that. And by the way, don't sleep on the ring that he has. So he's almost Tom Brady of, of, yep. of, of managing. Kevin, when it comes to DeGrom and Scherzer, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever I get now moving forward is going to be icing. Uh, with the age, with the injury, do you think that's the right way to look at it? Or you think I should feel more confident, Ranger fans should feel more confident in, in, in these two Hall of Famers moving forward? I think a lot of times, man, because Max Scherzer has been so good for so long, right? Like, just an absolute warrior on the mound. And, yeah, you get to an age where, like, injuries are part of the situation. And I think Max knows that. I think everybody should know that. But what you get is some presence. And you just hope he's on – he he hope he makes as many starts as he can. Or, you know, DeGrom, I was talking to what, – what, it's sad, man. Like, he was bummed out, and it's hard, and it's like – but, yeah, if you get him on the mound, if you can get 16 starts. I mean, Clayton Kershaw's dealt with it in L.A. You know, I don't think he's pitched a whole lot for the last five years. But the times you get him, you're thankful if you're a Dodger fan. 
you know, and I think that's the presence they bring. And that's why, you know, you keep bringing those guys and putting them on your team. And that's my, you know, the way I look at it. But am I going to put all my eggs in my basket for those guys? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We get to an age and we get to a time where, like, yeah, we need them to be a pitching coach, be the stud they are on the mound, be everything involved. And that's why they're in my organization at this point. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't expect – 30 starts and a, and a 2.2 ERA and DeGrom to go in the national or the American league, you know, ERA thing. So I think those are expectations that aren't realistic. Kevin, one more thing before we hit the golf, Kevin Millar here on the home of the Rangers, the Rendon story. Does that piss you off or you get it? Like you play with a ton of guys who didn't absolutely love the game. They still put in the work. They still cared, but they had other priorities. The, the, the Anthony Rendon story to you how does it hit you? I think that when you sign Anthony Rendon, you have to do due diligence and know who you're signing. A, a, a great player, right? Good at baseball. Does he have to love it like I had to love it because I was an undrafted St. Paul Saints, started with $1, and baseball is my life. We're all different. That's what makes this world go round and round. Is Anthony Rendon me? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I love this game. I, I, I want everything about this game. You know, I, I have four kids. Family's important. God's important to me also. But I know one thing, I eat, sleep, and drink baseball. So he and I are definite on that side, and that's cool. That's what makes a locker room. But that ain't me. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> and, you know, I like dudes that love it and eat it. And, and, you know, hey, he'll look back at some point and be like, yeah, I made all the money and that's a job. That's cool too. But this game is phenomenal. It's giving you everything in that life. And I played with a lot of players, the same thing. They're good at baseball. They don't love baseball. Mm-hmm. And it would bother me. It, that would bother me as a teammate when they would say that because I'm like, what? Mm. I just played in Mexico, Dominican, Puerto Rico, got off bus trips, played double A two years back to back, making a thousand bucks a month. It ain't for the money. It's because I love this game, you know. But I think two things change players, and that's the only thing. Two, money and fame. Mm-hmm. Take away all the money and fame. It's just like politics, whatever you want to talk about. Take money out of the equation. Now, who are you as a person, right? And I think that's what happens. Money equals power, and then we got to cater to the money. Like, what? We're trying to win a World Series, big dogs. <laughs> Kevin, let's talk about this awesome golf tournament. April 15th to the 21st, Las Colinas Country Club. Ground tickets are free. Uh, you're going to have Romo and Pudge and Pujols and Colin Montgomery and VJ Singh. Do you remember where you finished last year in the tournament? I wore number 15. There you go. Well done. Look at that. Hey, every year I every year I go in these tournaments, man. I started out as a twenty handicap when I stopped playing in two thousand ten, and uh, you know, in golf, I kind of really got into it and loved it. Never played golf when I played, but I tell you right right now, these tournaments are like our Augusta. When you go out and golf with the boys, and everything's good, oh yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. And then you get over one of these tournaments, a three footer to save bogey. <laughs> It's a whole different ball game. It puts <laughs> golf into perspective and respecting a two-and-a-half-footer left to right. Go make that under the gun when you're trying to save something. So, I love golf. I love this tournament. I think they do such a great job. Uh, the, the, you know, Vijay Singh played with him one time up in Kohaniki, Hawaii, ironically. And what a cool dude. Like, there's just – there's a calmness and a coolness to these seniors. And and you learn like we try to power the golf ball. This is not a game like that. So I think the the just watching 
the senior tour players, how easy they swing, and they're remarkable in wind, and they're remarkable in sun. It is a blast. Those starting pitchers get a lot of time in the regular season to play golf, don't they? Yeah, that's why. I don't know why I never really liked starting pitchers, because I'd have to go out there and go over four, five straight days. They got their golf club. They didn't even start in these three-game series. They got clubs going to the greatest golf course in the world. I'm like, dang, dude. <laughs> 30 times a year you guys played. 30 times a year. Think about that. And went and played 87 courses. Yep, I'm hating. <laughs> hey man we will uh we'll see you out there thank you so much absolute radio gold as always uh continue killing it and we'll see you uh we'll see you soon out there in las colinas kevin thank you boys i appreciate you guys the great kevin millar on the dnm leasing hotline selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else so what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're taking the show out there, I believe. Yes, we are. I don't know if that's 100% official. We just made it official. We just made it now, official. Now that we said it, you have to do it. Yeah, I would like to do the show on Friday and then uh, party it up. Party it up one of the days big time uh, because I'm treating this like the Phoenix Open out here. Oh, yeah. In Las Colinas. Waste management, baby. Invited celebrityclassic.com slash tickets. Free ground tickets for all three days of the competition. Invited celebrityclassic.com slash tickets. VJ, Justin Leonard, Retief Goosen, Colin Montgomery, Romo Pudge, Pujols, Greg Maddox, Clemens, Reggie Bush, our boy Adam Thielen. And this event has raised more than $500,000 for charity. So cannot wait for this. Kevin Millar is fantastic. Man, it should be fun. And, and then all the... the uh, and thanks the, to Tony Faye PR. The best, the best PR that I've worked with, that I've definitely worked with here. 
Wait, is there someone else I could be ticking off while saying this to cost us a guest? <laughs> the best PR the best. that I've worked with in my uh, career here in the Metro. And then you know, it's you got a lot of the Champions Tour players that'll be out there too. I mean, there's there's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's it's a it's a big event. Uh, it's cool to see like these guys play out of their element. Like that to me is the most fun part of this is that you have a lot of these former athletes are just out of their element playing this. Let's hook you up for turning it on, leaving it on every day this week during the expressway. You tore out the drive, you peppered my All right, Tolos, that is right. Caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see Dirks, Bentley, Chase Rice, and much more at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth on Friday, June 7th. Get tickets and information now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. Let's get you caught up. What? I'm just... A lot of people are texting me like, how are we going to do this giveaway? How many people are going to be able to call in this morning with the outage? Plenty, because so far it seems like it's just been your phone on our team. I know, you act like the whole, you know, the rest of us, we're, we're not suffering. And you're starting, he's starting to have nomophobia. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have the nomophobia we talked about, your, your fear of not having your phone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could text uh, iPhone to iPhone. Guess what? Yeah, an Android, you can text everybody yeah. like I've been. And we only have nine phone lines, so maybe yeah. it's hitting the Metroplex. Let's hit. The Neighborhood Watch. We need to take people out of their bubbles and their safe place and make them think about the world we live in. You are fake news. So what do you guys hear? What's the scuttlebutt? Oh, boy, we have drama. Drama. Drama at Dallas City Hall. Ooh, there's some tea. So have you guys been following the the reports over the last week about Eric Johnson's divorce, the mayor of Dallas? I saw the divorce. So... This is crazy how this even came out. So back in... Is Eric Johnson the same one who switched political parties? Yes, he got reelected back in September or whatever it was and switched and went from a Democrat to a Republican. Switching up a lot of things. So He followed me and then he unfollowed me. Very odd. No! I'm not followed by him anymore. What's going on here? Really? What's his handle? Johnson for Dallas. So, like the four or F-O-R? The number four. Okay. Number four. Uh... D Magazine editor Tim Rogers was subpoenaed to testify last week in his divorce trial. Now, why would a D Magazine editor be subpoenaed? Why would that happen? Well, it was related to an April 2023 blog post where Tim Rogers commented on a leather jacket that Eric Johnson was wearing at an event. Had a leather jacket, had one of those Pharrell hats on, and he jokingly made the comment that Eric Johnson, who's got three children, that it looked like uh, he was a hey, it was giving off the hey ladies this divorced dad is back on the market vibe. <laughs> what no one knew at the time was he was privately going through a divorce. Oh, so and he got Tim, jacket tight. Tim Rogers is insisting mm. had no idea, didn't know this, but because of that, uh, Eric Johnson and his attorneys were accusing his wife of leaking to the press that they were getting a divorce and that she was talking about this to the press. And so the D Magazine editor got subpoenaed for it. Story's out now. It's causing all this drama. The divorce is over an accused affair that he had with a city employee. And this is something that, according to court documents, uh, his wife says that she caught him being unfaithful with the staff at their home in February of 2021. The mayor allegedly admitted to the affair when his wife confronted him about it according to D Magazine. D Magazine reports that the mayor admitted in his testimony that he and the woman shared a hotel room during a trip to the Ritz-Carlton in Montreal, but claimed the two slept in separate beds. So this has caused all this drama now where they are, you know, D Magazine was like, okay, cool. Well, now we're here. So they wrote this big piece on like, I was subpoenaed to testify in Eric Johnson's divorce trial. 
So it's caused all this drama. Eric Johnson recently had to apologize. I'm sorry that I've dragged so many people into, uh, you know, a messy personal matter. Uh, what was you interesting should apologize was, for not following me on Twitter apologize. here. Apologize. Yeah. He had, an unfollowing. What was interesting was upon learning that two people from D Magazine were in the courtroom at his divorce trial, Eric Johnson's attorney asked the judge to close the court. The request was denied because Texas law says, quote, all courts shall be open to the public. So Eric Johnson didn't want this one getting out, was upset because uh, his team was upset that he felt like, oh, you're leaking stuff to the press. And it turns out it was just a, a joke that hit a little too close to home and the guy had no idea that he was actually getting divorced. But wow. you know what that means? Eric Johnson nailed that typecast. Like, like that was the most accurate joke description you could get. I the leather jacket. Like when you were going through your midlife crisis, well, it was. I will turn around. I'm going to show you the photo okay. that, that was in reference. And it does give off, hey, ladies, I'm back on the market. So you oh, see the like, brown jacket with a scarf. Okay. That looks smooth. That, that looks the, smooth. Uh, I was thinking like a Harley black no, leather. No, no, no. It looks smooth, but it definitely is like, hey, ladies, let's. Uh, it's uh, the, the ah. Tim Meadows ladies man. Uh, yeah, Kilvathier. Yeah, that's what, that's what you're giving off. But that is not the only drama going on at Dallas City Hall right now because big news yesterday is that Dallas's city manager, T.C. Broadnax, announced that he is going to be re- resigning at the beginning of June. His resignation is in regards to he and Eric Johnson have just not gotten along. Like, there's been all this back and forth, and, and T.C. Broadnax is the legitimate, like, power at City Hall as the city manager because Dallas is one of the council manager forms of government, which basically means the mayor is just a vote on the city council. He's not oh. really the power to like execute everything. That's the city manager who is selected by the council. What's interesting is WFA says that the rift has gotten so strong between the two of them that even though this has been in the works for a week that he was going to resign, Eric Johnson found out about it yesterday when it was announced. No one had told Eric Johnson. Nobody? Nobody told Eric Johnson this was going to happen. According to WFA, it's because people on the city council believed that Eric Johnson would try to manipulate it and get out ahead of it and, and create a narrative around it, and they didn't want him to be able to do that. So he got that news dropped on him right when everybody else did. When's his tenure up? I mean, he just won another. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's uh, he's still here. So, but he's he's it's it's very dramatic over there at Dallas City Hall, going through divorces and mm. bickering back and forth and everything else. It's also pretty pretty dramatic over in Keller ISD. That's that's not too far from from your hood, RJ Choppy. Roanoke. Not Keller. at all. Not at all. Not very far at all. And I'm curious if this is a legitimate concern that you guys think this is a legitimate thing to gripe about or if this is helicopter parenting because i don't know exactly where i fall down on this so families are upset that a hotel is being built like right next door to an elementary school in keller and so it's going to be a studio six extended stay hotel near i-35 and basswood ah which would be right next to basswood elementary which is in the keller school district and this is something that's apparently been in the works been approved been going on for a while uh, it was approved back in October of 2023, and it's something that only has just recently kind of caught the attention of the Keller parents. And several of them are now signing a petition and trying to get things going and saying, this is, you know, this is me. This puts the kids at risk. This puts who knows near the kids in close proximity to them. This is an extended stay hotel. What if this is people who are just kind of lingering around the elementary school? One parent said, we want to make it clear that we firmly reject the construction of Studio 6 and demand accountability from those who granted permission for its construction next to Basswood Elementary. So last night, Keller ISD had a big group meeting with parents, let them air out their grievances, talk about it a little bit. But is this a legitimate concern? Like, would you be 
would you be uncomfortable like if at julian school or when ollie's a little older if they were building an extended stay hotel like next door to the elementary school yeah that's uh they're like breeding grounds like they there's like a lot of like stories out there that like human trafficking is big at like extended stay hotels it's like houston zoning here yeah (laughs) stupid it's that's 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 big big time bad on keller um but that's like that 35 in Basswood. I wonder, is that like technically Fort Worth, but it's a Keller school? I think it's in a weird it spot. Could be, yeah. So that could be outside of of like necessarily not a Keller issue. Would you care? Um, I don't think I would naturally, but if somebody pointed it out, I'd probably go, yeah, why is there an extended stay? I don't know <laughs> that I'd have a recognition of it initially. Neighborhood Watch with Bobby Belt every Thursday. If you have local stories you think Bobby needs to hit up, like I saw some Tolos send yesterday, you can find him at Bobby Belt TX on social. RJ says this is a fascinating topic. Headline. I got to hear the reasoning first. The Chicago Bears are the greatest situation that there's ever been for a number one pick in the NFL draft, plus Tony Pollard to Philly, and the Cowboys finally get the Diggs boys together, that's next on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.